Radio Network. Burr! Oh, see? Oh, Burr! Burr! Did you guys make a wish last night? Oh, you know, like with a stop ball? <laughs> uh, what is with 10 freaking degrees right now? God, Wisconsin can kiss my ass some days. Uh, I mean, I'd be fine with it if it was uh, like December. January, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Christmas morning. Not, not November 8th. <laughs> I'm roasting chestnuts by an open fire yeah, or where's something. Where's my fall? Where's my fall at? God damn. Damn, it was cold. Bite-ass cold, as yeah. they say, right, Miller? It is, uh, and I was too uh, too lazy last night to move my car in the garage. No, and, no. Uh, I had to do the uh, defrost, and I had to sit inside for five minutes because there was no way I was sitting in that I ice, parked outside too. ice coffin for ten minutes on my drive-in. I parked outside, too. But that's okay. I'll yeah. let the wife take the garage spot. And you guys, I know my role. And you want some... That a boy. And uh, you want to know some good news? What? Oh, yeah. How about the Raiders? The Raiders, four in a row, Bosnia. Dude, you're coming back. On the Daily Action Zone. Don't Do you call it a comeback. This? Don't call it a comeback, Miller. You see last night, dude? Alec Ingold, fullback, scoring. Yep. Wisconsin. Melvin Gordon, scoring before that. Tutties for the Wisconsin boys. Do you think Bernie was just losing his mind last night when Ingold got in? Well, he's looking for a new team to adopt, isn't he? After the Jets lost to the Dolphins, right? Make fullbacks great again. Yeah. Alec Ingold, my man. Uh, we got a football Friday show for you today. We got you locked and loaded. We got uh, Packers. We got Badgers. We got the Packers all-time leading rusher. Yeah. Amon Green, the Amon Green show coming up in one hour. The Joe and Ebo score predictor. Our handicapper to the stars, Raphael. Our Badger Insider, RJ. <laughs> Daily Action Zone. Oof, Holy woofta. God. It is a uh, one hack uh, of a Football Friday and show. And don't today. forget, I mean, football is very huge today. But tonight, you got the Bucks and you got the Badgers in basketball. And yep. dude, did you see it? Christian Yelich winning the Louisville Silver Slugger for the second consecutive year. Uh, I did see Look at, that. It's just like the perfect, beautiful thing of all sports happening right now. And we got this situation. Said we got this situation. You just made the list! Oh, boy. And we had it filled out by Tuesday. Yeah, we may have to. I have another nominee from yesterday that we should have. We should. This will be a retroactive from yesterday. Uh, and then we'll have to decide because we have more than four. A couple of them were. were uh, there was a, I think there was a question mark. A couple, couple question marks, but we can talk through it. We will get, uh, uh, we will get uh, our D-bag of the week vote coming up here. Uh, as well. What are we going with on the score predictor? We, we got, went, I mean, uh, w- just because, you know, uh, Wisconsin and Iowa we went with, because whoever wins this game, their Big Ten West hopes are still alive. I think it's a bigger game than, than Panthers-Packers, because the Packers are, what, 7-2? and two? I think you just got your first Twitter poll. Well, oh, dude, how What's about What's a that? bigger game this weekend? How about that? How about that? Yeah, <laughs> it's lit! Uh, 608-321-1670. <laughs> uh, I got so distracted, I put the score predictor up. Uh, well, well, what a good, uh, and then put this poll up, which is a bigger game. You said the, uh, and that's a, you know, I don't, I don't know that that's a wrong answer. I said, I asked you guys, what game are you going with for the score predictor? Uh, and you said, well, the Iowa game's a bigger game. And then I'm like, well, is it though? Yeah, see, I was thinking it was just because whoever loses this game, their Big Ten yeah. West hopes are Yeah, no, gone. Wisconsin, if, if they have any shot of salvaging the season with a Big Ten championship game but, appearance. Don't the Packers, what do we want them to get? Home field advantage. Home field advantage is going to be hard to get for the playoffs because yeah. I think we all assume they're a playoff team, right? Yeah. 
doing this. Well, and just and following up the worst game of the year. I mean, uh, people could say, yeah, if the you know, uh, the Panthers were five and one their last six since Cam Newton's injury. Um, You know, if you lose this game, you lose two in a row. Yeah, you you suddenly find yourself potentially three games behind the 49ers with six to play and you play them coming off the bye week. I could make seriously make the argument that the bigger game that's a good Twitter uh, this poll right weekend there, is, uh, is the Packers. So Hell put that yeah. up. Which game is more important or which is a bigger game this weekend? Uh, Wisconsin-Iowa or Packers-Panthers? I will um, put that up. And obviously a lot depends, too, on like, yeah, Minnesota loses uh, tomorrow to Penn State and Wisconsin wins. Obviously the importance of the Badger game goes up exponentially because now, uh, you know, Wisconsin and Minnesota will basically be for the Big Ten West. So... Uh, it's not quite that cut and dry with the Packers on Sunday. Obviously, there's a lot of moving parts with the NFC. It's pretty simple that if you know if Wisconsin wins tomorrow and the Gophers lose to Penn State, Wisconsin still has a very realistic chance of winning the Big Ten West. Yeah, so, I mean, this is, to me, it's, what about you, Nelly? What do you think? I'm like on the, I, I lean Wisconsin. I'm going to have to go with the Wisconsin game just because it is a season-defining game if you but- lose there's really not a whole lot to play for. You can make the case, though, for Sunday, can't you? Oh, I mean, you Sunday, can definitely it's only, make it. It's only week 10. There's a lot of different weeks. Yeah, but, boy, you get to 7-3, and three, you lose back-to-back. The, if the Let's say the Saints, who are a 13-point favorite, and the 49ers, who are a 7-point favorite, both win. Uh, the chances, forget about home field, the chances of having a home game in the playoffs are almost out the window or a first-round buyer out the window if you lose Sunday. I mean, yeah, if you I mean, fall three who games. Who has San Francisco played so far? They've played the Rams? That's about it. Well, they play the they still play the up. Seahawks twice. Yeah. They still play the Saints. They still play Baltimore. They play the Rams again. Well, no, you're right. But then the, the comeback to that is the even if the even if that happens, the Packers would still Ebo, have to be about perfect, right? Because we're going to yeah. assume that the 49ers are going to lose three or four games down the stretch. Uh, New Orleans' uh, schedule is ridiculously easy. I can't see them maybe losing but one game. So then the question becomes, yeah, you know, if you could still win the NFC North and that's one home game, but, you know, it's way more appealing to me as a Packer fan to see them as the one or two seed, have a first-round bye, and then potentially the most you would ever play on the road is an NFC championship game. You know, if you win the division, yeah, you still get one home game, but, you know, you're you're the three seed playing a six seed, then you're going on the road for the divisional round, and then you would have to go on the road again for a potential NFC championship Yeah, that And for the Packers, I think what you had alluded to earlier was what happened in L.A., what happened against the Chargers, and bouncing back from that to prove that, you know, maybe that 7-2 and record is not inflated and it's not a joke, and to prove that you are one of the best teams in the NFL. We know what's going to happen in Wisconsin, unless – Unless they win out and a million different things happen, maybe they have a 34% chance well, of making yeah. the playoffs. But don't get him. I don't want him to walk out. Don't get him going. But <laughs> good thing he's not listening. <laughs> Rowdy. <laughs> no, but uh, I think uh, Saturday is the bigger game. I'll put that up. On, I just All put right. the score predictor up. Put, put it up on a poll. Uh, 608-321-1670. What game do you think is more important uh, w- when you look at, you know, for the team? Um the game tomorrow, Wisconsin and Iowa, and Evo's right. Yeah, I mean, the winner of this game, by the way, both these teams still play Minnesota. So it, it's basically an elimination game in the Big Ten West. The loser of this game tomorrow is out of the Big Ten West. The winner, uh, basically, then it becomes an elimination game when that, because it, it's Minnesota-Iowa next week. Obviously, it's Minnesota 
Wisconsin in three weeks. So the winner of this game stays alive in the Big Ten West. The loser is three games out with three to play. I mean, the best they could do is push. So, yeah, the, the, the loser of this game tomorrow is out. On the flip side, for the Packers, seven and three, you know, you're still probably very much in the playoff hunt. But if you want to get greedy and think about home field advantage or a first round bye, I don't know that getting three games behind the 49ers and Saints with six to play, yeah. you'd have to basically go six and oh, they'd have to go three and three. The, that, that ain't happening. Yeah, the poll is up. And ooh, RJ, up and early. Brock Talk 84 tweets at Zone Madison says UW Iowa is more important. If UW loses, they're effectively out of the Big Ten West race and at least two games behind Minnesota, a game behind Iowa. The Packers will be tied for the division if they lose right. and the Vikings win. Well, you could, I mean, look, there's a lot to unpack. You you, you can say that, you know, what 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 is nine, even if Wisconsin wins out, they it's go to the Packers, though, baby, yeah. too. What, what's the best that, you know, Wisconsin's staring at right now? Nine and three? Is that really, you know, does that get you excited? Uh, all right, we'll no. talk more about this. We got a full slate of baggery to get to. It is a football Friday show here today on the Joe and Ebo Radio Network. Not as long a way to go in college football in the NFL. Uh, Four games left for the Badgers, seven games left for the Packers. So I guess to this Twitter poll, Ebo, if you just did it by numbers, the game's more important to Wisconsin tomorrow because there are less opportunities for Wisconsin to win that even if the Packers were to lose on Sunday they still have six games to make it up. Or even if the Packers win on Sunday, there's still, unfortunately, time for them to lose a game uh, or more games. So would you if, would you look at which game is more important simply from the uh, the guise of the Badgers have less games to play than the Packers? Uh, I guess. I mean, we got a tweet here from our guy, the King, RXX. What's up, King? He says, until conference champions matter and get an automatic bid to the college football playoffs instead of having a 13-person committee telling us who the best teams are. The Wisconsin versus Iowa game is just another trophy game. At least the Packers can control their playoff hopes. Yeah, that's a good way of looking at it. And, I, you know, it's like, okay. I forgot about the trophy. What, what is that, a, a, a bison? What is it? It's a bull. A bull? Yeah, it's the, what is the Heartland Trophy? Yeah. Um. Oh, and by the way, we'll, we'll hear from our Badger insider. Good luck to the Badger man. The toolbox. Oh, the toolbox. Is tonight. The rusty toolbox that's gonna be, is, is tonight. Ooh, is well, RJ able to do it? Is Memorial still playing? Memorial is playing. Uh, high school football? Able. Dude, they're in the Elite Eight. They're playing some prairie to go to the Final Four. It's a big-time game. Oof. So, Duh. shout out to the uh, the managers. Oh, that's the uh, that's a huge game as well. No, um, yeah, I mean, look, I said this earlier. I mean, even if Wisconsin wins out and you go to the Big Ten Championship game and you probably get throttled again by pay- Ohio State or Penn State, is 9-3. and three. Okay, great. Wisconsin went 9-3. and three. Uh, or ten and three for the tenth time, you Yawn. know. And I, 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 you know, and, and I know Barry Alvarez was in the, had some comments recently saying, you know, be careful what you wish for because you know you could you know remember when it was three and nine, and I get that, and he's right. But the comeback to that is, well, you know, don't you want to find out if you can be better than ten and three? Like ten and three is amazing. I lo- don't get me wrong, I love Wisconsin, I love what Barry Alvarez has done, but don't you want to find out if you can ever push it past ten and three and you know, if they go to the Big Ten Championship game, I guess that's one extra game I'll be excited about. But I have, like, not very much confidence that if it's Ohio State round two that Wisconsin would be competitive with Ohio State again. When was Wisconsin's chance for the college football players? We were talking about this the other day in the office, Nelly. Was that when J.J. Watt pieced out to the NFL? Well, well it'd be that the was Russell. back when it was – it, there wasn't a college football player. Yeah, yeah but the BCS. Well, they had – yeah, the, the BCS, but yes. But wasn't that their chance to get it? Well, there that was, could have been one of their best teams ever. Yeah, yeah there was two times with Bielma. One time they were ranked third in the country, and then they lost. Actually, it was Alvarez. Uh, they were ranked third, 
And then they lost back-to-back road games in the season, Michigan State and Iowa. They didn't even win the Big Ten. And then the Bielma, the Russell Wilson, J.J. Watt year, where they lost two times on Hail Marys. Man. The Michigan State and the Ohio State game. And if they had probably even one of them didn't result in a Hail Mary, certainly both of them. So, yeah, those two times, the, the Alvarez year, I want to say it was probably his second or third last year coaching. And then the, the Russell Wilson year where they lo- their only two losses they had run Hail Marys. And they, you know, if they win both those games, obviously Wisconsin would have been at Nelson's right back then. It was, but they would have been in the BCS championship game. Like just, I was trying to, what reason I brought that up, think back to the last time they had that chance for the, you know, to get to the BCS, what did they have working for them? It was, the, well, they had Monte Ball, they had yeah. Melvin Gordon, they had Jared Aberderis, they had Russell Wilson, they, Russell, they had Travis they had the Frederick, the quarterback. I, mean, I think, yeah. I think the receivers they have now are just as good as, yeah. if not better than. And then you have, you know, what's the Badgers' Achilles heel this year? Is it the offensive line? Is they can't buy Cone much time, or <sighs> what's their Achilles? That's a good question. Yeah. The one I mean, thing that defense needed though with Russell Wilson was more speed. Yeah, outside, I don't, outside their of Chris linebackers, Borland, they didn't have a ton. That was kind of the start, you know, of like the last decade Wisconsin's been linebacker you. You know, if they would have had some of the Beagles and the Watts and the Bonds and all these guys at the Conleys and you go down the line, uh, Schobert, all the guys since then. Yeah, they were a little thin uh, back then. But again, they lost two games on the oh, last sec, the last play of the game. Go back and watch that Michigan State. One that's just oh my god, it pisses me off. Yeah, ask Mike Taylor. Mike about Taylor. It. Ask Mike Taylor about the Michigan State game. He made. He was the guy who made the tackle. Did the if the guy doesn't get in, does hey, he got paid from that? Buffalo Wild Wings started. He said Buffalo Wild Wings started using that play, and they some lady called him up and said they had to give him money. You had to give him like forty grand. For yeah. Him, so. <laughs> uh, Bill, welcome to the Joe and Ebo Show. Hey guys. Hey, beautiful sunrise, isn't it? <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> so, really over, the, over the frozen tundra of seven degrees, Bill. Bill what happened that's, to fall? That's okay. That's okay. It's what happened to fall, Bill? Come on. What, when was fall? Exactly. I love fall. Where is it? <laughs> hey, hey guys. Before I say everything, just remember, you guys are literally my favorite show. I love you guys. The three of you do a great job. Bill, I feel like you're going to build us up to knock us down here. <laughs> I'm not going to knock you down too much, but you know, I, you know. You know, when I watch that Ohio State game, we just have a whole different athlete. You know, they have players that are as, as fast as our players, but they're bigger. Yeah. They have players that are tougher. They just are. I mean, are maybe they're better. tougher because they're stronger. They're just better. Well, here's the thing, Bill. They, we, we would celebrate Chase Young like the greatest Badger of all time. They get five Chase Youngs every year. Right. You know, I mean, right. if we ever had Chase Young, it'd be J.J. Watt. It'd be Erasmus James. It'd be a generational talent at Wisconsin. There'll be five more Chase Youngs next year in Columbus. So, you know what, guys? Here's my take. Here's my real take. You know, Scott Walker, you know, his ceiling was governor of Wisconsin. He, he wasn't presidential material. When he tried to Oof. take the next step, Oof. he fell apart. He just did. Everybody can say whatever they want, but he went on a downhill slope after he tried to run for president. Yep. I do pretty well in Dane County. But you know what? If I went to Chicago, New York, I probably wouldn't. I'm probably at my ceiling, and I'm happy with where I'm at. <laughs> You're my favorite show. I don't know. How would you guys do nationally? That's a great Bill, question. Hey, Bill, by the way, Bill, we Maybe lo- Wisconsin. Maybe Wisconsin, maybe we should just say, you know, for the players we recruit. I mean, you know, we definitely, we, they, are these kids, they're above and beyond their ceiling for their, for their talent level, you know, with their, their star level. Maybe we should celebrate how much these guys get out of these kids and how much these kids give of themselves. 
Hey, Bill, I want to say this. You love us, and here's the thing. We love you because we love all our <laughs> listeners. Thanks, brother. You have thank a good you, weekend, thank man. Thank you, Bill. That's a great – That's well, uh, two parts, Bill. We are – you know, we're on 16 affiliates in Wisconsin, so, like, we've conquered this state. Yeah, would I want to try more? Sure, because you always want to push I'd the envelope. bend the nation over. Um, but, you know, to Wisconsin's no point, have they hit their – that's a great question, Bill. Has Wisconsin have, – have, have, has Al, did Alvarez and Bielma and now potentially Chris taken this thing as far as they can take it? And – if they take it to the Big Ten Championship game, so what? Like, that's a great run. Like, there's nothing to be ashamed of. Like, uh, wouldn't Northwestern, wouldn't Purdue, wouldn't Minnesota, wouldn't Iowa, wouldn't Nebraska every year love to be in the conversation for the Big Ten Championship game? Uh, maybe we've taken this thing as far as we can take okay. it. Alabama hasn't always been the cream of the crop, though. Well, they were, and then they took a well, like how long they had a long. So Cle- look at Nebraska. Nebraska Clemson would be the great example. Wasn't Nebraska like the the industry standard for a while? Yeah, now now yeah. look at them. Scott Frost is lucky to have a job. He agreed. Like this ebbs and flows, but man, how long's Ohio State been good though? Yeah, no, it, yeah, it, it's look, I, it's a great question. You know, when you when you put it in context for this weekend, because yeah, I mean, if, what's the bigger game? This is an elimination game in the Big Ten West. The loser of this game tomorrow is done in the Big Ten West. The winner has a stay of execution or a stay of winning until they play Minnesota. Um, but does 9-3 and three get you excited, Badger fans? We'll, uh, we'll discuss more. And then on the Packers side, how, you know, hell, the Raiders just beat the Chargers last night. How worried are you about the matchup now on Sunday with the Panthers? Right now, which game is a bigger deal. Which game more important for the team's season uh, this weekend? Badger game tomorrow against Iowa. Packer game Sunday against Carolina. Um, I mean, compelling points have been made for the Badger game, I will tell you, and this is very early. We're only 22 minutes into this poll. But right now, 56% saying the Packer game is the more important game. We talked a lot about the Badger game last segment. Um, so let's give the Packers their their turn here. Um Yes, Nelson was right that, you know, there's there's far more chances to make this up if you lose on Sunday. But my counter to that, Evo, would be New Orleans is a 13-point favorite on Sunday against the Falcons. Uh, the 49ers are a 6.5-point favorite Monday night at home against the Seahawks. If both those teams win and the Packers lose, not that you still couldn't get home field advantage or a first-round bye, but you'd be three games back with six to play which basically means the Saints and or uh, 49ers, one of those teams would have to go like 3-3, three 2-4. and, three, two and four. The Packers would have to go 6-0, and 5-1 and one down the stretch. Could it happen? Of course. Th- that doesn't seem likely to me. Yeah. So if you lose on Sunday, the chances of a first-round bye almost go out the window. I think that, I mean, this is pretty – every game in the NFL is huge, obviously. But this is huge for the Packers because look at that – look at that – Effing game on Sunday, last Sunday against the Chargers. That was like so embarrassing and pathetic for the Packers. When you're sitting at seven and one on the season, you're you know you're looking like one of the best teams in the NFL, and you lay that kind of turd. At least the, I know the Patriots lost, but at least the Patriots showed a little fight in them. Did the Packers show any fight against the Chargers? They got embarrassed. Not, not much. They got embarrassed. You had eighty seventy to eighty percent Packer fans there. The Chargers had fired their offensive coordinator. Yada yada yada. The Packers got embarrassed. Now is the time to show everyone that you are the real deal. Try to get that home field advantage in the playoffs because they are going to be a playoff team. And to show everyone that this offense um, is not just like a one-trick pony with these – I don't even know what the offense is anymore with these running backs. Was Is it a one-trick pony? You have Devontae Adams. Devontae Adams, like they got blinders on when they were throwing at Devontae Adams. Like, they couldn't even fit him back in the offense. What was LaFleur even doing? 
I'm no, I don't, I don't think Devontae Adams. I think he's going to be just fine moving forward. But they went away from what was what was good for them with the running backs, and then they couldn't do anything. Like, what was that Packers team? Well, yeah, I mean, it was just a complete collapse. And then, you know, you could even go one further and say when you have five false starts in the first quarter and they may when you have a home field advantage. Right. And you may have, to your point, because the running was terrible. But when it's first and 10, they may have been called a running play. If, if you fall start, it becomes first and 15. That goes out the window. So, yeah, it, LaFleur, Rodgers, the line, I mean, the play call. I mean, everything goes. It was just a terrible game. So the question is, yes, every team has an off game. And was that the Packers? Did they just have, did they get their bad game out of the way? That was it. And now they're right back to doing business. Or did that game, did did LA find a recipe? And that's, did they show the blueprint for the, right. the other seven teams that the Packers still have on their schedule so, how to beat Green Bay? So I, I'm not under the belief of this, but I'm going to bring it up to see what you guys think. Did the Packers luck? run out because if you look at their wins you know you win 10 to 3 over the bears that was a pretty very lucky win very lucky win um that packers vikings game i think that wasn't that wasn't luck i think i don't know kirk cousins throws an if kirk cousins doesn't force that ball into the end zone minnesota has the lead now it doesn't mean rogers doesn't go down and score okay so but there could be some abs that's a terrible throw by kirk gave the game away packers broncos that was a that That wasn't luck that was packers winning yep um eagles beat the packers Cowboys absolutely tore it up and had over 500 yards of offense. Packers still hang on to win. Kind of lucky. But when you give up, what, what did they give, like 530? You were up 28-3, but yes, I mean, they gave up a ton of yards. Um, Packers-Lions. I mean, very lucky. Thank you, NFL refs. If Derek Carr, I know there's two halves in football, but if Derek Carr doesn't fumble that football and has that, what, touchback before halftime. Packers are losing at the half. Packers are losing at half. Packers-Chiefs. I mean, coin flip could have went either way. Well, you didn't have to play the best quarterback and, in the NFL, and, and and you get a gift with yeah, the reigning MVP being injured. And then injured. you saw it happen against the, the Chargers. It was terrible. Did that game show the Packers' luck run out? Well, the the follow up to that then and again, six, I'm not. I, I you don't luck your way into seven and two. Right. But I'm just playing devil's advocate here. Did their luck run out? You know, the question then would be, if you want to weigh in, Packer fan, 608-321-1670, the question then would be, you know, do you identify Green Bay more of like 7-2, and two, or do, you, do they feel more like, you know, 5-5, five and 4-6? Five, and six? You know, to, to your point, there's no such thing as luck. You make, you know, it's it's the Harvey Dent. You yep. make your own fate. Yep. You know, it's the two-headed coin. Uh, or do you say, no, there that Lions game, that Chiefs game, I mean, if Mahomes plays, there's no way you win. I mean, hell, you barely won against a backup quarterback. And, yes, the NFL completely whiffed on a penalty, and the Lions would have won that game. And right, just those two games, take those off the schedule. Instead of 7-2, and two, Green Bay sitting at 5-4 and four right now. I think we're having a much different discussion today. Yeah, LaFleur is still a success in year one, but a 5-4 and four Green Bay team right now, who is hanging on to be like the second wild card team is a very different feel than a seven and two Packer team who is still very much in the hunt for home field advantage. Yeah. Uh, Dale, the lifeguard. What's up, bro? On Twitch, he says their luck isn't over. One bad game doesn't define a season. Yeah, that would be the. I mean, yeah. I, that's the. I don't. I'm. Ju- I was just playing devil's advocate. I don't think their luck is run out or anything. But when you look at the wins that they had, you're like, damn. Some of these were. The one thing the Packers lucky. really do have going for them, though, is health. Outside of Devontae Adams, they've stayed pretty relatively healthy. 
Yeah. I mean, Jay Sternberger's back too. And um, I think Adrian Amos is the only one that had a question mark by him for Sunday because he's got a hammy injury, but I think he's going to play. Like, if you look at the Bears, that was probably one of the luckiest teams last year. They had hardly any injuries. Yeah. They had a favorable schedule. The defense was the best in the league. Trubisky played out of his mind. Nagy was a positive last year. They had everything go their way, and they won 12 games. By the way, I have an update on Mitch Trubisky for you, Ebo. I know you're a big Bear and Trubisky fan. You take great pleasure in that. They're so funny. I have an update for you on uh, Mitchell uh, Trubisky and an update. D-bag vote underway. Dude, just make the list! We got a big one this week. Jermaine Whitehead, the UFC, Mitchell Trubisky, and the Minnesota Timberwolves. Dude, Mitchell Trubisky is the soft. Dude, Charmin soft. Boy, this is a tough one. How are you going to say, I'm on all the TVs turned off because I'm sick of people criticizing us. How about you just play better? Uh, Let's see. uh, Bo Hoffman, everybody after listening to Mitchell Trubisky talk, and it's a gift of of the uh, Billy Madison. Everyone in this room is now dumber for having to listen to it. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> uh, so get your vote on. Uh, the poll is up. The D-bag of the week vote. Also on this vote, uh, this one very close. Which game is more important this weekend? The Badgers game with Iowa tomorrow. Pretty much a de facto elimination game uh, for the Big Ten West title race. Uh, or Packers-Panthers if the Packers lose. I wouldn't say they're I mean, clearly not mathematically. But if you fall three games behind the Saints and or 49ers or both with six to go, Ebo. That's what would happen if the Packers lose on Sunday and Saints and 49ers win. I, you never say never, but do you really think you know the Saints are going to go three and three or two and four down the stretch, and the Packers are going to go five and one or six and zero oh down the stretch? <laughs> Seems unlikely. Seems very unlikely. I think so, the Saints are going to ball. Yeah, if you value getting a first round buy or home field advantage or just keeping pace with the Vikings, then you would say the game on Sunday is more important. Yeah, and right now that's what the poll is indicating towards too is uh, the game on Sunday is more important. percent right now going with Packers. But um, listen, I mean, in 2010 though, the Packers went on the road every single game. I know it was nine years ago, but what did they do? They went on the road every single game, won the Super Bowl. We've had times where we've had you know home field advantage. What has happened? I haven't, haven't had a Super Bowl, yeah. have we? I mean, the, the year they won the Super Bowl, they didn't have a home game. The next year, they had home field advantage and lost in the first exactly. Round, so. so I mean, Wisconsin. I feel like Nelson, yeah, you're voting Wisconsin in this poll, right? Because percent Wisconsin. Because if Wisconsin wins, they still keep their Big Ten West hopes alive. And if a bunch of other crazy things happen and people lose and the Wisconsin Badgers win out, they could go to the college football playoff. <laughs> don't start that again, please. I don't want to have him. Don't give, make me bring up 538. I, I, I don't want to have Nelson's him. Nelson's going to get the numbers. It's I, I, you know, I'm fine with Nelson. Nelson got it up to what a 34 percent chance. I don't 34, have him. and that's that's with every single team ahead of them winning this week outside of either Alabama <laughs> or LSU. Numbers do really, don't lie, Joe. Do you you really, guys lived and died oh with 538 with the Brewers at five percent. Yeah. And, this is on you. I don't blame him. You know, it's like when you're. I'm, 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 fault, I'm, I'm on can understand this from one coach to coach. When the kid misbehaves, I don't blame the kid. I blame the parent. Ninety. I've been doing. I've coached thousands of kids in my life. I can count on one hand how many times the kid was an angel and the parents were d bags. Why are you blaming me then? And I can count on one hand how many times the kid was a d bag and the parents were angels. I, I didn't follow this child ass, over here. Well, you're encouraging him. I, I don't blame the, this kid. You're his daddy. You're in charge of him. Who is your daddy and what does he do? I'm, I guess I, he's a prolific sports talk radio host. I don't. Nelson. I don't blame Nelson. I blame you for bringing that up again. You there's there's a lot of people that got my back. Ebo, you do recall Who? him walking. He left his post the Who other had, day over this yeah, topic. Yeah, he did. You really I had to prove this? a point. Yeah, and he got up to 34% chance. He really got us. 
Well, then Would you rather have 34 or zero? Okay. And Nelson goes, Nelson goes the other day, he's like, if I guarantee if the Packers or the, if the Badgers were to make the college football playoffs, you guys wouldn't even pay up on your bet. I go, Nelly? Because we both said we'd eat a baseball. I said, oh, I'm going to eat that baseball if they make I the said, college Joe, football you're the play. last person that would eat I the told, baseball. I said, Nelson, that would be the, the most delicious meal I've ever had in my life. I hope they do make it so I can eat that baseball. Okay. I'm, I'm craving a baseball. But here's the thing, Nelson. So you only have odds on the Badgers. So do your little 538 exercise. See what the odds are for the Packers to get home field advantage if they lose on Sunday. Ooh. If it's higher than 34%, you have to say the, the, then the Badger game is more important. If it's less, then I'd say the Packer game is more important. Nelson. If you want to use stats to back it up, put in if, if the Saints win on Sunday and the 49ers win on Monday night, and if the Packers lose on Sunday, what percentage chance does Green Bay still have to get home field advantage? So, I would say it's less than, what did you say, it's 32% there's a scenario? 34%. There's no way it'd be 34% for the Packers right, to still let, get home field let, advantage. Let me clear something up here. Because Nelson is under the belief that we would not pay up. And the bet is pay up. if Wisconsin wins out and somehow all the crazy scenarios happen and make the college football playoffs, the bet is we would have to eat a baseball, right? Yeah. We're going to eat that Northwoods League All-Star Game would baseball. Would that not be the most delicious baseball, the most delicious meal you've ever had I'd in your entire life? probably for seconds. Because they've made the playoffs. Exactly. Don't we want that? I would, yes. I would pay up in a second. Yes. It would be the most delicious thing I've ever had in my life. Yes. Can I please have some more, sir? I'd ask for another. Ooh, here you guys go. Check this out. Speaking of Nelson, cue up your 538. Wow, this is a big one. Out of Columbus, Ohio, Heisman candidate and the nation's leading sacker, Uh Chase Young has been suspended indefinitely Uh-oh. for a violation of unnamed team rules. He will sit out Saturday's game for Maryland at this point. According to Ohio State, the suspension is indefinite. Uh-oh. Wow. What did Chase Young do? He might be in some trouble. So can we just get that? Nelson, uh, that's gonna, that, that looks very good for your odds now. Can we get that uh, Ohio State winning over Wisconsin like sponge then? Can we get that out? Yeah, does the, did we get the? Yeah, did they did they have to forfeit they just clear all the It's like Reggie Bush; he never won the Heisman. Like, can we just vacate that? I will say this, Nelson: if we get retroactively a win over Ohio State, that we can make the college football, football playoffs, playoff. baby. I knew this. I had inside they information in Columbus oh days in advance. <laughs> wow. Oh. Well, guess you know, guess guess who you're never going to see on a football field again in college football? Chase Young. Yeah, he's going to do his best, Nick Bosa, and say, "I'm going to hire an agent today. Let me get my millions, hey, and I'll start training for the NFL draft." You're 538 here. This is a whole season prediction simulation. Green Bay projected to go 11 and five with a 30 percent chance to make a first round buy wow. right now in the season. Okay, so then the the Packer game is more important. They have worse odds than the Badgers making college football playoff. Sorry, well, Nelson. I mean, you I don't know how you get Packers. worse than zero because you donned it zero just earlier this week. So <laughs> did don it zero. Well, it's not going to happen. All right, here you go, Amon. Amon, put your head. This is for you, buddy. Build up. No, oh, don't. Oh, I thought it was a stupid lasers. No. Eiffel 65, baby. No, it's Eiffel 65, baby. 
Alright, uh, this, what a, what a lead, this is like a walk-up music from a man, AG30. We'll talk, we'll ask Amon the question, how big a deal is the game on Sunday for home field advantage, and what the hell happened in L.A. last week? Get your questions ready, 608-321-1670, hit us up on Twitter at Zill Madison. The Amon Green Show, coming up next. Wait for it, wait for it. Yeah! We'll visit with Raphael coming up in 10 minutes uh, from my bookie. Get the weekend's top picks. Uh, Nelson, are you going to ask for a refund? Are you going to ask for one of his Beltonleys? He's I had feel two. like it's only right okay. after all the crap he right? gave me and Rutgers not only covering, Oof. but, I mean, for Rutgers, destroying Liberty. Dude. What's what's a worse bet, a Bentley bet or a lock of the century bet? Because I lost on a lock of the century bet. Raphael lost on a – he put a Bentley. Uh, he put two Bentleys – on Ball State and lost. He said that was a double Oof. Bentley bet. Oof. What's worse, a double Bentley bet or a lock of the century? Green Bay minus three over the Chargers. I feel like lock of the century because it's basically it. a lifetime bet where if you are going to bet a Bentley, you have enough yeah, you money have enough to money buy to, multiple to Bentleys. Bentley. Yes. Oh, man, you were asking me over the break. Deion Sanders is, uh, you know, as merges as the you be- top you guys, Come on, do you believe that? Do you believe primetime would stroll the sidelines for the Seminoles? Be honest, no. Yeah, I, I don't, don't see him. That doesn't seem like prime time. Maybe an Florida's. assistant, but not the head guy. And if he is, the, if he somehow says, you know what, I want to do this. Oh man, it's gonna get. Can you be considered prime time? When you got Alex Hornibrook as your quarterback. Well, he's gonna be done. He's a senior. It's gonna be interest, interesting <laughs> to see him as a head coach. You see him as a commentator on TV. Uh, to see him. Maybe as Chris Carter could now. Chris Carter so, got fired. Well, it's in all in all seriousness. You know, we got our guy Jim Leonard, who last couple of weeks I'm on the stocks taking a hit. But this guy, you know, with the defense the way it started, that every year every Badger fan's worried that he's going to go back to the NFL. So you've been on both sides, college and NFL. Mm-hmm. Do I mean, is there the allure of, like, if somebody in the offseason calls Jim Leonard and says, you know, we at the Tennessee Titans or the Jacksonville Jaguars want you to be our defensive coordinator, right. is it still that, <laughs> well, it's the NFL and every coach, that's every coach's dream, dream. and aspiration to coach in the NFL? No, would I'm going to say not every coach, but okay. Would we be? Should we be worried, I guess is my question as Badger fans, that we could lose Leonard back to the NFL? I mean – Potentially, because I say one. I say what's going, what's positive for Jim Leonard being here. He's home. Yeah, Wisconsin he's boy. From the state. He's a Wisconsin boy. Um, he's been here for several years already. When he's, he's got home. babies, he lives right down the street right. from me. Yeah, I see him out so, walking his kids with his. Exactly. He's got like little babies, young kids. So don't want to. I know me when my kids were young, I was not ready to go anywhere, even if it was for some reason I was going to get traded. Even after football, my kids were still young. I didn't want to leave because they were in school. So. If he's that type of guy, which I, I know he is, he's a family guy first and then team second, he's going to want to stay here. Um, it, I knew college coaches, Coach Tom Osborne is a prime example that did not want to go pro. He knew where he was good at. He knew what type of influence in a positive way he could have over players because also he knew the caveat of being a professional coach is dealing, dealing with all the egos and all the attitudes and all the, you know, just the rough and tumble questions from the media throughout your coaching career as a head coach or an assistant coach in the NFL. So that kept him 
you know, far from. He did run in politics and he won. <laughs> yeah. Being a, a senator of the. I think Amon Green. I mean, do you see this dope we got as the governor now? This guy can't even tie his shoes, Amon Green. I would vote. You could win in the biggest landslide. It'd be like, you know, uh, Ronald Reagan taking out, you know, Dukakis in 84. It could be the biggest <laughs> blowout or Walter Mondale. It could be the biggest blowout of all time. Um, you, Amon Green, governor of Wisconsin. What do you think? Uh, you don't uh, want that pressure. I don't. No, I don't mind the well, pressure. We'll do all the work. You're just in that, name only. We're just going to. I don't mind the pressure at all. I just all I we're going to do like is legalize. Politics. Politics stink. They're all corrupt. Man. Well, yeah, but it's, all we're doing is legalizing good. sports gambling and weed. Then I'm done. Then yeah. I'm peacing out. If just, I could be a part of those two decisions, yes, yeah, I'll do that. Yeah, all right, <laughs> we'll do that. Then we'll peace out. We'll be, right, we're done. Our job here is finished. We got it. Give me that office. Mic drop. Weed legal, beep, sports gambling legal, peace out. We're done. Oh. We've done our, and I'll, re- I'll rescind that $40 uh, uh, title. Oh, that, that stupid tax. ass wheel tax. Yeah, oh, I'll God. take back the $40. Hey, swamp goblins. Yeah. Hey, let me ask you this. I'm glad you stuck on because I do want to. Yeah, the swamp goblins. goblins. Yeah. They're all, they're yeah, all corrupt. They blood suckers down there. Swamp oh, goblins. Uh, 20 years ago on Saturday, Amon, was okay. the biggest day in Wisconsin sports history for an individual. Oh. Ron Dane set the all-time Wait, you got to say it right. My guy. Ron Dane set the all-time record. You guys, you know, on the same, you know, arc as far as your career yes. and timeline. What do you remember about Ron Dane and the record, and where do you put Ron Dane as far as you know the all-time grades? Oh man, he's up. He's in my for college football. He's in my top five, and because because one of the reasons because we're we're personal friends. You know, we we know each other very well, and we're kind of I say we are not kind of we are in that list of Wisconsin greats, and I remember seeing the play. I was a Seahawk. That was 99. It was my second year in the league. I remember watching highlights of the game where he's just rumbling through. It might have been Indiana's defense. Was it, what was the game? I can't it was remember. Iowa. It's, it was it's, Iowa. Ironically enough, it's the team we're playing. It's 20 years to the day that he would have set the all-time rushing record uh, tomorrow. So I'm watching, but I'm watching the seasonal highlights. It was Indiana and, and Ohio State. He just, you know, he's not a quick guy as we know. But he lumbers, and then when he's lumbering, he's dragging guys. Guys are just bouncing off of him left and right, and he had that big old neck brace on, I remember that season, and just to see him do what he did, and it's like, wow. And the carries, that was another big thing that stood out to me. He would have 52, 55, 50 carry games, and I'm like, wow. I'm like, I was happy with 20. (laughs) 50 was just like... That's nuts. Barry Alvarez was just just pounding it into whatever defense he was facing in Iowa that day. So that just goes to show that, well, one, he wanted, I say Barry Alvarez wanted uh, Ron to win that Heisman. Um, hey, by the way, Amon, whatever this, happened to, to the neck collar? Yeah, whatever happened to that neck collar? Evo and I were watching an old Brett Favre video the What's other like day, the, and Favre was just dying laughing at some old running back like that you Quasimoto. guys are playing. Yeah, Dane, I mean, the big old, like, the, the, the Bill Romanowski yes. and the Ron Dane, like, two positions more, middle linebackers and yeah. big run. Christian Okoye yes. had the, whatever happened to the neck pad running back middle linebacker pads, they, and can we bring them back? They're still there. You just don't see guys wearing them. <laughs> One of my high school kids has them on. <laughs> I love those things, He's man. He's a D tackle for us and an offensive lineman, Cole, and he has a big brace on. <laughs> and you just don't see – I mean, they, they're there. They yeah. still exist. They you don't need to bring on. back the single bar face mask. Now, that you won't – That thing was badass. Even for a kicker, you That was not, badass. You'll see it on Madden. Yeah. Hey, where's Ricky Williams rank for you for college running backs? Who's that saying again? Ricky Williams. 
He's in my top five. Because I know you guys like converse for that Heisman stuff. Yeah, we were on, right? we were uh, same timeline. Yeah, and we had some we, our paths crossed. Um, and we talk to Facebook. We talk on Facebook every now and then. He talks with my wife on Facebook and every now and then because we've done. You cool dude. Cool dude. Yeah. Um, misunderstood dude. Yeah, um, that would sure. be a that would be a show we could just. I think a lot on. of you guys are misunderstood. I would love to go on a show with him or just talk about him and what he's done. After well, football. and how much, you know, back to Dane, how much, you know, because we're seeing obviously an, an all-timer and Jonathan Taylor, but we all know him on, he's going to leave after this year, so he won't, you know, threaten Dane or some of these longevity records. And, do, you know, do you think we'll ever see, you know, a Ron Dane again in our lifetime? Because, yeah, if Ron Dane was playing now, we wouldn't have the Ron Dane we know because he would have left after his sophomore year to go to the NFL because he would have been a first-round draft pick. Like, we'll Maybe. probably never see a, 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 a player like Ron Dane again, right? Because... To see that, he's got to stay four years, and the greats don't true. stay four years. That's true. Uh, but never say never. He does have a young son that's, I believe, in college. Boston now. College. Yeah. Really? So, By the way, it's, I can't do locks anymore, Ramon, because I, I took a bad beat. I would <laughs> No, just, once you get six more. My almost, if I would have won six more bets in a row, lock of the week would have been Boston College minus two over Florida hey, State this hey. week. But I'm not, it's not locks. That's You're cheating the system. No, it's not. <laughs> but I like it. But I like so, it. So, I lot. mean, look, I mean, when you, well, you were pretty damn good. Would you have left after your first couple of years if you had the opportunity to, to um, go to the NFL? It, depend, it depends. I know now better research information on where you will go in the draft. True. I did not have that. So being misinformed, that's why I came out as a junior. I was told that I would get drafted late first round, early second. But everybody knows where I went. I went third round, which is still great. But – for what I did that year, for what me and Ricky did that year, we had similar rushing seasons. He had a little bit over 1,900. or Yeah, 1,900. I was right behind him with 1,800. And then you count the bowl game, 2,000. You count both of our bowl games. We both both backs from the same conference went over 2,000 yards, 10-plus um, touchdowns each. Is that why you didn't get like that more of the Heisman love because they just wanted Ricky? Um, Maybe. Yeah. Um, I know from a school standpoint – PR standpoint at Nebraska, they didn't hype me up that much. Yeah. That's what I was told. Um, that they wanted to hype me up next year. That was I was told that from the marketing director, um, Chris Anderson, who I who I who I who I appreciate for the help, but it was something if I was more informed, I would have stayed my senior year for whatever. Um put I'll say if anything, we would have earned potentially another national title because we still had we were locked and loaded of my, we had Mike Brown, we have Ralph Brown. We have Carlos Polk. We had guys that had played on that team as young players and now were ready to do it as juniors. I would have been the senior leading them, and I'm pretty sure I could. I would have bet on us winning another national title for Frank um, at that time. Well, Heisman Trophy's worth a lot of ch- cheddar, right? Because you can, you know, you're in that fraternity forever, Correct. right? I mean, you're, you're doing that. you're doing PR and an, you're you're doing endorsement deals till you're 95 years old because you know you're Correct. you're a high. It's one of it's probably the most prestigious, recognizable award in sports. Yeah, the Heisman so, Trophy. Yeah, I say with winning a national title for that for university, you know, I've done a lot of events for that, but in the state of Nebraska. But like you just said, Heisman Trophy, they have them, they have Nissan, they have a car. Okay. You could have lived in the Heisman they house, have, Amon. They have Heisman <laughs> moments on EA for Madden and for the NCAA game that we won't see until players start getting paid. Well, I tell you okay? this final thought. I have almost perfected time travel. I got Come one on. last thing I got to fix. When I complete it, the first mission I'm going to do is go back, tell you to stay your senior year, and you will win Dude, the Heisman. Your sophomore year, you rushed for 214 yards against Iowa State? Yeah, on a broke foot. Jeez. <laughs> 
Two of them. On a broke foot. Yes. That's because you're the man. Hey, AG30, man. Turf, that was turf toe year. Yeah. All right, that was what I did on turf I'm, I'm going to turn Nelson loose on Raphael when we come back. I can't wait to hear this exchange. <laughs> Our handicapper to the stars. Good morning, RJ. Morning. What's up, you hoser? Are we playing speaking hockey of, all of a sudden? Speaking of hoser, RJ, you better have your pantyhose on or your, your, your long johns or whatever. Uh, it's going to be cold I out there tonight, that. It's boy. starter jacket season, boys. Are, oh, you, the, are the... you on the chain game tonight for Memorial and Sun Prairie? Oh, yeah. RJ, it's going to be seven well, at and kickoff. I don't like it because Sun Prairie passes the ball. Bro, what are you going to do with the toolbox? <laughs> I, the toolbox tonight, too. I know. And are you the, missing it? Well, yes. What? Okay, so they normally play it at like 10 p.m. Okay. For some reason, they're starting at eight thirty this year. Mm. They're trying to screw you. Yep. Trying to keep you out of the game because doesn't Wisconsin win that thing? Transmission. Like, well, doesn't the Badger managers win it like every year? They have been winning it a lot lately. When I was there, we won it once. Oh, so maybe it's not that big of a deal for there then. No, it is. <laughs> <laughs> All right. I think you're gonna get your uh, Mister Two segment title today because I got a lot of Badger ground I want to cover. But I got to start with this day in history, RJ, or tomorrow, I guess, on this day in history. Talk to Aman about it. I was at the game. I'll never forget it. I'm assuming you were there. Twenty years there. ago tomorrow, uh, Ron, Dane, Ron Dane went into the record books. What do you remember about that day? What do you remember about his career? And just you know, putting the, the exclamation point on the best career probably we'll ever see. At the time, you know, Iowa was down as a program. It was three years after Hayden Fry retired, something like that. And Ferenc took over a program that, for one reason or another, maybe Hayden Fry didn't take as good a care of as he had uh, in, in the past. And it, it was fun because I have a buddy who's a diehard Hawkeyes fan. He was born in Iowa City before moving to Madison. And I mean, we affectionately called him Herc because of it. It was like, oh, you're from Iowa? Herc. Boom. Got it. Um, That's how that happened. Yeah. And so, I mean, I remember after that game, just being, you know, the young sophomore, or actually the freshman in high school that year, just going back and just being like, ha ha, your team sucks. <laughs> we set the all-time NCAA rushing record against you. And uh, so, uh, and then the game day atmosphere, it, it was one of those first ones where you legitimately felt like Wisconsin fans were becoming football fans again and actually being knowledgeable. Hmm. Um, so, yeah, it, it was it was a pretty amazing uh, uh, game to to be at, and I uh, like many people I've seen. I still have that the the ticket stub from that game post uh, pinned up on my wall uh, of my childhood bedroom. <laughs> nice. I'll never touch it. Well, it's and, the shrine for a long time, right? And you know what? You know the the irony of you know what Jonathan Taylor and the career he's having, and you know it, it's going to come to an end in, in four or five weeks because we all know he's going to go to the NFL. And that you know I was talking with Amon, and obviously he was pretty good when he played. You know, just were, it was never. I, I I guess I'd have to go back and think about it. I know maybe briefly after his junior year, but then there was really never much of a thought that he wasn't coming back for his senior year, right? No, I mean that was. That was a straight up. He's a, at the time you didn't see a lot of guys just right. leaving early. I mean, for the most part, unless it was because that's also a time when running backs were getting taken in the top five almost every year, um, and now guys are getting taken outside of the top ten, so they're not 
guaranteed that money. They're they're staying an extra year to set records and be known as I mean they were staying to be known as the guy at that school. So um, yeah, a different time, different place where yeah running backs were better taken care of in the NFL at that point in time. Oh, uh, the game. Yeah. yeah. Uh, we visit uh, visited with our Badger and Setter, RJ. So let's get to uh, to tomorrow then, um, and we'll hold your prediction up till the next segment. But, you know, we've had two weeks, RJ, to lick our wounds over Ohio State. Um, what have, I mean, what, what realization have you come to? I mean, uh, you know, we, we had this topic last Monday, you know, what's a worse feeling being apathetic. Cause I don't think anybody was really down after Ohio state and we were just out of our mind white hot after Illinois. Now that you've had, you know, almost two weeks to process it. Where, where are you at with the state of this program now? All I need to see to restore my faith is abandoning the pistol. <laughs> you can pistol. still run stuff out of the shotgun. That's fine. Uh, try getting to the outside a, a few more times and utilize the jet sweeps. The res- that's the outside. Yeah, jet sweeps. Uh, and utilize the core of receivers that you were touting uh, once you got uh, Cephas back. You were touting them as the deepest receiving core Wisconsin's had in a long time, if not ever. And you are not using them. You are not trusting the quarterback that won the job and all these people who say. Uh, Mertz should be in there. What makes you think they're going to trust a, a freshman over a guy who beat him out? Um, so I need to see the transformation of the offense to just let it go like we saw in in the wins as opposed to how you bottled yourself up against Illinois. It, yeah, Ohio State, yeah, sure, they, they are more talented. But we've seen in years past Wisconsin hang in with much more talent or more talented Ohio State teams comparatively to Wisconsin teams. The coaches schemed to keep them in the game. That game, the offensive side of the ball, we talked about it. There was no scheme to keep them in the game. They either they didn't have an answer, which I understand happens, but it really seemed like they didn't try anything new. Ooh, conspiracy theory Friday. Matt LaFleur took Paul Chris offensive game plan and implemented it into that LA Chargers game. <sighs> No, because <laughs> it's mean, conspiracy theory, RJ. Just play with me, bro. <laughs> it uh, is Friday, but yeah, I mean, it's one of those things where I, I don't understand the play calling, and we saw it in the Northwestern game too. The same style of play calling we saw in Illinois and Ohio State, and those are your closest win, your most embarrassing loss, and a blowout loss to a superior team. What makes you think that that offense works? <laughs> yeah, no, it, it was. Uh, it, um, it, it's got a cool name. It's, I'm Pistol. glad we've had. Yeah, I'm yeah. glad we've had uh, two weeks. Uh, all right, we'll get we'll get back to uh, football in our next segment. Uh, I want to finish this one up uh, with some of the other stuff. Obviously, a huge weekend. Um, look, if I would have told you RJ a week ago Wisconsin's going to lose an overtime to St. Mary's, you'd probably say, I, you know, that's expected. But it's kind of like the Packers. If I would have told you the Packers would be seven and two, you know, midway point of the season, you'd take it but you certainly wouldn't have been happy with the way they got to that that second loss. You know, you go back to Tuesday night. Yeah, I mean, I don't know that they would they they weren't favored to win it. It's a ranked opponent. But you had multiple chances at the end of regulation to win it. Um you can't even basically get a shot off at the end and then in overtime you have all the momentum and you get the lead right away and it looks like you're going to cruise in overtime then you can't finish the deal. Yeah. Um so again, a, a good opponent, but when you go back and look at it, do you now say, "Well, damn, I wish I had a do-over because 
they had not one but two really good chances at the end of both regulation and overtime to win that game. Yeah, especially at the end of regulation. Uh, as they were going to commercial, you saw them zoom in on Greg Gard's face. Yeah. He really looked disappointed. Like, I'm not sure that's what the, he wanted to run. Well, it was such a well-guarded play. Like, right. They wanted to get down the Reavers. Yeah. Reavers. And they, it, it was either you force a turnover, they force a turnover because it would have been a turnover, and then yeah. everyone's mad about it. Or at least they got a shot up. I know it wasn't right. the desired shot. But, but still. But St. Mary's, people forget St. Mary's is a good team. Right. And they're trying to stop the Badgers from scoring because they also want to win the game. But if you look at just Greg well face, yeah. I seriously don't think that was supposed to be the play. No, it wasn't. It was broken. It was too well defended. I, I, but I'm not even sure that's the case because that didn't look like a frustration like, well, we'll get him in overtime. That looked like a, what did you do? I'm just glad that they... I'm glad that they got a shot off in a yeah. broken down play. Well, and then yeah, overtime, a dribble off the leg. It was well, Brad, Brad Davis and Brad Davis turning around and just slapping. There's three that seconds air. left yeah. on the shot clock, yeah. and he he fouled the guy. Then they sunk both their free throws. Then Colby King, what does he do? He dribbles it right off his leg. Right, that's the, there's your loss right, right. there. Um, well, so, and the off a couple of offensive. Re- I mean, if they just box it, out and get a rebound, they win the game. And and there were times where it didn't help when you know you went. 10 minutes without scoring. Yeah, that one kind of well, hurt. Basketball's game of runs, though. Or like, Brett, St. Brett, Mary's did the same thing, though. That's how the Badgers got back Brevin into it. Brevin Pritzel not attempting a shot. Yeah, that was weird. He had open shots and just didn't take them. Do you think it was just you're on the road in South Dakota, it's opening his first game jitters, yada, yada, yeah. yada. And, if that game... And look, Ethan Happ was there for since 2015. Yeah. So they had a long time Reavers, with Ethan Happ. No one knows. Like They're trying to Reavers figure themselves out. Reavers was a out. capable replacement. 22 points. Oh, Reavers looks great. He's going to be better, uh, I think, when it's all said Four blocks on the, on the defensive end, yeah. six rebounds. He did all right for that, replacing Ethan Happ. But that's Ethan your first Happ. game on right. the road, South Dakota, ranked opponent, and you don't, like everyone, it's it's a new team because there's no Ethan Happ. Who, who do we have tonight? Or Eastern, Eastern Illinois. Illinois. The okay. Panthers, Again, baby. If I could if have Eastern locks, Illinois, RJ. If that game 19. was the RJ's game on Tuesday... You gonna lock it up, RJ? Did minus nineteen. You want to use? You want to use a lock of the week? Joe's really itching to someone to lock this up. Wisconsin's a nineteen point favorite against lock. Eastern Illinois. They I gotta will, cover I will that. I use the lock of the week. You're calling minus nineteen tonight? Sure. Why not? Dude, they're gonna be like thirty. I don't really. I rarely hey, put up. this stuff out here. Lock it up. RJ's of the week. <laughs> Minus nine. Okay. Well, Nelson, use a lock, baby. Yeah. I get use mine for the week. That Joe line's going one. up. Joe By the way, but I'm saying if. If this game was the game on Tuesday night, the mistakes Wisconsin made probably would have been made up for by the the talent they played against. All right, you know? All right. So a lot of people are like blaming Greg Gard for that game. Like I was I was like stop. Yeah. Stop. For me it goes Davison King, then Gardo. Sorry, Gardo. Sure. But like I'll put I'll even put Pristle in there before Gard. But to me, it was, they're a good team. St. Mary's is a good team. Right. My question is, though, what is this? There's times where I'm like, what is this offense going to be? Because you saw Reaver, Reavers was fine. Reavers. Outside of Reavers, Brad Davis enforces a little too much at times. Colby King has the potential to do it, but he was kind of quiet. Can't go left. Pritzel, like you said, no shots. Yeah, didn't. Like, outside of Reavers, who's the second? Great question. Davison, Trice. Davison, Trice. There you go. Like, um, and those are two question marks. I, I really think this is going to be one of those teams that we've seen in the past. Well, and that how you much have a different wor- scorer every game. Well, I was just going to say, how worried are they to not fall into the last two years where Hap or Reavers becomes Hap, and then it's it's a one man team? Are they? I mean, do you think Guard is very cognizant of? Yeah, Reavers is our number one, but we got to have a two and a three because we didn't really have a two or a three the last year or two. Yeah, maybe, but still, I mean, you can't look at Reavers and just say he's our number one. I mean, that this team has to be 
a team of team, I guess. You can't you don't really have a number one. It's like everybody needs to contribute for this team to win. And if you're not willing to do that, if you're willing just to sit on the perimeter and pass the ball rather than take a, a shot you have a step or two on, maybe you don't earn the playing time anymore, even though uh, this program has you earn minutes by becoming a senior, not necessarily earning the minutes. I kind of like that um, that Tyler Wall kid. Yeah. He's he, kinda, he switches it up, dude. I like that guy. Yeah. I mean – you know, he had 12 minutes and two points, but he, he brings a little different element to the right. game. But I, think, I mean, so. I mean first, but how much first, are you going to see of him? Like? First real, you know, game action. I mean, I like him. Give him, give him some time. Uh, you know, it, it's, I think there's going to be a, these next, what, six games, I think they'll win because it's, you know, it's not that big. Well, of they opponents. don't even leave Wisconsin does that, does until. Does that include Marquette in there? Yes. Okay. Yeah. Marquette's not very But I good. think this, this six-game stretch here, they're going to be figuring out their offense a right. little more. And I think that's you know that's fine because these are winnable games. Mm-hmm. I think you'll see them to be 6-1 and one by the end of the stretch, maybe 5-2 and two with that Marquette game. Who knows? Yeah, but you got a big I'll, one. I'll if, take it. if they run it, you'd have a game against Final Four opponent in Auburn at Madison Square Garden Thanksgiving weekend, which would be a, a big-time game. Win that, you're probably definitely ranked. So, uh, RJ, speaking of basketball uh, and college and the NBA, and Ebo and Nelson, I don't know if you've given a thought, what does Rick Patino and Giannis Attendacumbo have in common? Nelson says load management. And uh, why is that? That is Nelson? gross, and that is not at all having to do with it. Okay. Uh, uh, that was my guess. Kevin McHale ain't walking through that door. Um, I like Nelson's load management guess. Nope. Um, why did uh, you say that, by, by the way, Nelson? Think about it. Something with Giannis has bad knees and. Something about a restaurant. I don't know. Yeah. Look at it him. It's it's pornographic. He's he he thinks his star has fallen or something. When he, the bell rings. What Patino at a restaurant or something? No. I think he was there once. He yeah, wasn't there for long though. Oh my god. No, Rick Patino has just been hired as the Greece Olympic coach for Tokyo. Oh. He will be Giannis's coach at the Olympics next summer. There you go. Greece. There you go. Nelly. <laughs> Pervert Nelson. Man. <laughs> Calling the kettle black. Your dreams come true. The kettle black. Nelson a star has fallen. I'm gonna I'm gonna be honest with you. Yeah, like, you need to wear that twenty four seven three sixty five. My favorite helmet that they need to go back to. He looks like the a... Rufus Ferguson era helmet. Nope, stinks. Yep. Nope. <laughs> there stinks. you go. He's just very. If you don't like his know, opinion, he gets very angry. I've I learned know, that dude, over seven like, years. Like, you just you can't disagree again, with him, or you're stupid. Again, the pot calling the kettle black. Like, I don't get mad at you. I don't. You just call him like, a moron for not like for you not like liking his helmet. It's like when you use data from his favorite website to get data from, and then he tells oh, you you're by wrong. By the way, he's on Nelson's side when it comes to the Wisconsin winning out and making the college football. That is not no. no. I, I am on They're Nelson's like, look side. Look, we got up to 32%. Oh. We got you guys. I'm like, you guys are dumb. No. It, Nelson said it is a possibility. He didn't RJ, say it's going to RJ, there is no chance they're going to be in the RJ, come on. I love you, but there's no chance they're going to be in the college football playoff. Mathematically speaking, there is a possibility Wisconsin makes this. The 32% chance. And if, it, it, the 34% chance oh God, that we sorry, figured 34. out is the fourth highest chance in the scenario, which means, <laughs> granted, you have teams that will have more losses than Wisconsin. You have teams above them that will have less losses than Wisconsin. That's three teams. I can't wait to eat There's that baseball. There's a fourth team then. in there then. Yeah. I, great. Hey, I'll yeah. eat the baseball I, and I will, enjoy it. I'm not saying it's going to happen. He is. No, he's not. <laughs> he even said a 3% chance. That's below the chance 538 uh. gives it. Okay, what? Then the most oh, important. Why did I bring this up? The I most apologize. important game. Why do you do? 
The most important game I had this to hear weekend this all last night. is the this Wisconsin is on Iowa game. I had to hear this all last night too from RJ and the day before yep. all from Nelson. The <sighs> most, Nelson the most wouldn't even speak to me. Game this weekend is the Wisconsin Iowa game. And once again, using your data that you love using for the site, except yes, for the election. Oh, come no, on. you always use the site. Um, so, <laughs> what's happening right now? Okay, well, right, to, love, win, let, to win a is the helmet throwing your guys off? Do I need to take the helmet? Nine yeah, percent by bit. Wisconsin. Did the Penguin make Here, you do it? Seventy percent by the Packers. Dave from Monona says Joe Miller has a better chance of staying married than the Badger football team making the playoffs. Oof. That's not what we're arguing about now. here. I just it was funny. All all Nelson said was. There's a chance. It's an awesome helmet. And you guys though. jumped. Can I have disagree no. with this? I think Here's we both need to put helmets on. Before the on. show started. <laughs> Hang on, let me put this helmet on. It's got that. And you broke it. That's fine. Before the show started, <laughs> Nelson said. I always knew you'd wear helmets, even. I don't even know why I'm doing this. Anyway, Wednesday after you the show. You brought this up twice today. Yeah. Wednesday after yeah, the show. This is on you, Ebo. Wednesday this after the show, idea. Nelson was so mad he wouldn't even talk to me. But when he did talk to me, it was about the stupid 538 and how Wisconsin would make it with a 32% chance. Like, Nelson, okay, you and got me. You use the site for predicting Brewers stuff, for predicting Packers stuff. Uh, doing political oh, stuff. Oh, Nelson. No, 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 no. Nelson beat off over it during the political <laughs> stuff. He's like, look at Hill Dog's going to get it. What could happen? <laughs> but but <laughs> we're definitely throwing I mean, out fake Hill, news. Hill Dog. As of, as of right now, the Packers have it, all Nelson. better percentages, all better percentages <laughs> to make the playoffs, win their conference, and, you know, get a first round bye. Okay. Can I interject here? Before, so the more important game well, would be the lesser percentages, well, right? Well, okay, the thirty-two percent that Nelson was able to convolute up. Oh, I'm not. I'm not talking about that. I'm talking about as we speak with the current formulas in okay. five thirty-eight. Well, a lot of it, you would agree, then RJ. Most of that is predicated on what happens in Minneapolis tomorrow. Ebo's got his lock of the century that Penn State will murder yep. Minnesota tomorrow. Because if that happens, then it's game on. Wisconsin still can very well win the Big Ten West. If Minnesota wins, Wisconsin's in a whole heap of trouble to win the Big Ten West and to get to this mythical college football playoff. What chance do you give the Gophers tomorrow, if any, to beat Penn State on their home field? Well, uh, like a 15% chance. 15 Hey. Sure. Would you get that from 538? Nope. <laughs> no, I did not. You know what I mean? Do you, I mean, look, Minnesota's 8 0, but the Rob, obviously, they haven't played anybody. Do you think they it'll really be as simple as Penn State's just going to go in and, and, and truck them tomorrow? It, it absolutely can be. I mean, we've watched Penn State. Um, Minnesota's defense is not really that great. Um, they've blown out a couple bad. Big Ten teams, they've played real close on all their non-conference games, which uh, a call goes one way, and they have one loss this year. Um, you know, it's it, – I just can't really fathom how people are just buying into this Minnesota thing. Like, I – Maybe we, we've we've seen it with Wisconsin fans when they go good. Wisconsin fans immediately look at the strength of schedule and they're like, "Well, I mean, let's play somebody first. Um, with Minnesota fans, I I think they're just dying to have something good on the field. Uh, so they're like, "Don't rain on our parade. We're doing great." Oh, and then you ask who they've played. And they're like, well, we beat Illinois. Fresno State. Illinois was a home game. I would hope you knock the crap out of Illinois at home. 
Wisconsin's game after Illinois, yeah, they were looking ahead. Why do you got to bring up the Wisconsin-Illinois game? Because it's the argument Minnesota fans use. Um, um, you know what? Here's the best part. Head-to-head. We'll see who wins. So you again, uh, so because if it, look if and we'll obviously lot, the second part of this will depend on what you're picking tomorrow for Wisconsin Iowa. But if if Penn State if Penn State wins tomorrow because and by the way it might not you know Minnesota's got to go to Iowa RJ next week. So if you really don't believe in the Gophers, there's a chance. I I don't think they're going to lose at home to Northwestern in three weeks. I mean Northwestern no, stinks. Yeah. So I will give the Gophers the one win. But obviously tomorrow at Iowa and then Wisconsin. I mean clearly there's a chance. For Minnesota to lose three more games, uh, obviously, if they if they lose tomorrow, uh, that takes a big step forward. But yes. if you know if they win, then it's the wild wild west. Because mm-hmm. uh, by the way, Penn State's ranked fourth in the college football playoff. So you now you have the Chase Young thing, which I want to get your comment on too. I mean, if, if Minnesota wins, then it becomes the wild west. Oh it, well, no! If if Minnesota wins, um, I mean, you still have to hope there's two losses in there, as long as Wisconsin wins on Saturday. Oh. Um, Oh, oh. I just hit me. I was going to ask you this question, um, and then I just remembered it. I, was, I wanted to do an Amano's here, but I totally forgot to right now because we're talking the lunacy of your and Nelson's 538 thing. We found a crazy oh, thing yeah, on Omaha Nebraska World Twitter. Herald. Nebraska this, Twitter was wild of how they can win the Big Ten West. The oh Omaha World Herald found six scenarios where Nebraska can make the Big Ten championship game. All of them included Nebraska winning out. So, I mean, really not going to happen at but all. Do you remember what it was, though? Oh, it, I, it was just... It had to they, go through a five-way tiebreaker, right? There was five, five, <laughs> five five-way tiebreakers and one four-way tiebreaker where Wisconsin always loses to Purdue and, um, and Nebraska yeah. and can beat Iowa and Minnesota. Uh, and the tiebreaker went down to winning percentages, right? Yeah, it, it's or winning record versus the common opponents in the Big Ten, where they're like, and uh, and Nebraska would be three and one, where everybody else would be one and three, two and two, or zero oh and four. I'm like, what? Like they, they still have hope down there? Oh, yeah, it's. What? No, no, they're, just, they're, yeah. they're, what a disaster. Let me go to a team that does have whole parts. It's like their version of Nelson down there, crunching the numbers. <laughs> yeah, that's funny. Uh, what if, this team definitely has hope. They're ranked number I one. I hope you I'll, eat that baseball, and I hope you like it. Why are you looking at me when you say that? I would that? love to eat the baseball. It means yeah, the, imagine the cultural playoffs. How bad, RJ, does Chase Young hurt? I mean, does, does the committee move them off the number one line? The weird thing is it's an infraction from last year. So they've been... Uh, is it a team rule it or sitting on yeah, it? Is this is this a playing in an eligible player? Like, do you forfeit? Sounds like that game wins? against Wisconsin should be vacated. Sounds like it should be. Hmm. Wisconsin. Man, has it looks one like our percentage loss. just went up. It went way up. Yep. Yeah. Well, uh, potentially. We'll, we'll see. We'll check oh, here it is. Chase Young just put this out on Twitter. He accepted. He's done. Good. Good night, Irene. I can't believe he would tweet this out. Chase Young just said, "I accepted a loan." From a family friend. Ooh. I repaid it, but it was still a violation. Good night. Oh, See you later. That's this disgusting. Is, I'm sick. I mean, it's ridiculous. How but dare he accept a loan? That's, 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 that's the rules. He's done. No. Where did you see that? It, uh, everywhere. There, there, are, there are ways around that. If that's what it is, that should not be. Because a family friend, depending on who it is, um, like if you can prove you've known that person, forever before you became a star athlete, that is not a violation. 
There it is. Um, well, this is Braxton Mill. This is if they had, they would have never been suspended for trading a jersey for a tattoo is when they covered it up. Is this like Ohio State? Like, dude, we we learned this lesson once before. We got to be out in front of this one and not let it sneak up on us because it's a piece of crap infraction. Right. But I'm is this? So but that's angry. how. That's, so was Braxton Miller getting a free tattoo was a piece of crap that's, infraction. That's also not trading university given stuff. So I mean. It's not like the university is really involved in it, but once they found out, yeah. This is despicable. Yeah. How dare a young man who doesn't have a job but get a loan. But obviously, RJ, angry. if he misses more than just Saturday, that clearly affects Ohio yeah. State being but the number one if seed. If that's what it is, there are rules set in place for family friends to be able to do that because it's not then an impermissible benefit because, I mean, really anybody could get a loan from a family friend. Anybody. There are rules at the NCAA, so it's not a family friend he got a loan from. He can say it is, but it's not. If that's truly what the suspension is for, that is, I'm telling you, it's not what it is. It's not a family friend. Um, If it's a family friend, I they would let that slide because who cares? Like, yeah. who cares though? But like, that's that's that, that's too, that's a rumor, different topic for a different day. Right. The topic it. is Chase Young's probably done at Ohio State. The well, NCAA is a bunch of idiots. We know that. There goes his Heisman campaign. Yep. Night night. <laughs> uh, all right, Wisconsin minus ten. RJ, I'm a bit surprised, but I was also surprised that the Packers are only a three point favorite last week. So I've learned my lesson. I'm not going to get too into the minutia of it. Uh, what do you see tomorrow? How do you see this thing playing out? Oh man. Uh, yeah, I mean, I, I agree with Raphael where, I mean, Iowa's offense, when they go up against a good defense, just is non-existent. Um, but if Wisconsin tries to do fancy, not Wisconsin things on the offensive side of the ball, uh, close game, and you keep the defense on the field too long like they did against Ohio State, uh, Wisconsin 28, Iowa 20. Do not cover. Oh, it's good enough for me. I'll uh, I'll take a win, and the season will be extended. Thank you, uh, RJ.